All right, all right, all right. How is everybody doing on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday? You know, we back in the studio, back in this thing. Hopefully, everybody doing all right, and hopefully, everybody got their stimulus by now. Right? Because I don't know about y'all, but mine just kind of came in. Cause my my thing just it came in, uh, what uh, two days ago. So hopefully everybody got this because I know on the IRS website it's saying they was mailed out. It because mine, like I how I filed my taxes last year, it got mailed and everything like that. So I couldn't get mine direct deposit. Those of y'all who got direct deposit, blessings to y'all because y'all ain't have to wait. But but that wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. I was like, shit, man, need that little six hundred dollars. And then the the fourteen hundred shit gonna need that too. So hopefully everybody doing all right and everything's going well for y'all. Hopefully y'all got y'all's. If y'all didn't get y'all's, y'all should be getting it soon, or it's gonna come with y'all taxes. So that's always great. You know who doesn't need extra capital like that's going around right now? Cause we all we all struggling right now, people. So that that's just something extra that's necessary. But on to the nitties of the gritties, boy. If y'all haven't been looking, I you know I want to start with this. If you are not investing right now, it is very much key. I you know what everybody did. What uh, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people did. When when they got their first stimulus check, uh, that was in what May. That was in May. When they got their stimulus, they sent it directly to the stock market. And I was one of those people. I was one of those people. So, and that is good for people to to do, because the more that money is just sitting in your bank account, it's not doing anything. Or, or now some people have obligations where they have to pay rent and all that. But the money that you can spare from sitting in your bank account, you can throw it into the market. Now, if you're going to throw it into something, probably throw it into Bitcoin. That'll probably be the best thing to throw it into. Like if you just like want something that probably is going to be steady eddy, or, or you can throw it into a... Uh, the blue chip stocks uh, that people say you can throw it into uh, to Facebook, fucking Microsoft, Amazon, or whatever. You can throw it in there and like it'll accumulate. Like you, like people don't understand like shit like that. Uh, it though those blue chippers they they the ones that really don't fail. So when the pandemic happened, that was the probably the lowest that they got. But then they climbed right back to how it was supposed to be. So if you throw your money there, it'll like, okay, banks giving you interest. And like you're, you're getting interest on a depreciating dollar right now. And that's what no one, that's what no one's saying about nothing. No one's talking about the dollar being depreciated because y'all know what they're doing. They're, they're printing money. They're printing money. This this bill for 1.9 trillion, like this this is the thing about countries. 
countries can do all all they want and all that when you have your own economic system you can you can do all what you want we we the value that we give the dollar is the value that we place on it but the more of that we have of something the the less of the demand of it so people don't necessarily understand the fact that they was like oh we're getting a a stimulus check and everything like that uh okay we're getting a stimulus check but if you just let that stimulus check sit in your account and I'm talking about the people that have excess cash not not like the people that are working and that have that money that just sitting in their account those people I'm not talking about the people who are living check to check and it's a struggle and that you have to use this money that's a different if you're one of those people I advise that you start like taking like $20 a week or something like that and start investing into the market but if you're one of those people that are is having their money just I I I got the 1200 I'm just going to let it sit in my bank account uh okay but it it's going to or I'm gonna put it in the savings account. It's gonna earn interest. The amount of interest that that shit is earning is nowhere near, like, cause the, the value of the dollar is depreciating. So you you then have to turn that into something, and it's it'll be worth less. It'll be worth less in the next couple years than it is right now. Now you you have to understand that. Now our dollar isn't always going to be like that and isn't always going to like, you know, be down and everything. But like crypto, cryptocurrencies don't depreciate. Their value doesn't depreciate. Like there's a set amount of whatever it is, like Bitcoin and all of that, and it'll keep going and it'll hold its value. it'll hold its value. So that is necessary for people who don't want their money depreciating because uh let's just say 30,000 uh back back in the uh 80s or whatever. Somebody left that there. That 30,000 what is spent way differently than it is now than it was then. Cuz 30,000 then was a hell of a lot of money. but 30,000 now can it can buy you it'll buy you different things than it would have then so people have to understand that the value of the dollar is depreciating now it's not saying our economy is just going to go crazy and it's going to tank and all that shit and we're all going to be out on the street we're going to be some third world country when we're not but you have to understand if you don't do anything with that money that it won't be worth the same in the next couple years than it is right now so you have to consolidate it and then try to try to like throw it into the stock market at least you know then your money is making money for you so that that's one of the, the bigger things to do right now is to uh to earn money from stocks or or uh cryptocurrencies like that that is one of the ways to go because they're necessary for like the the gains that you would make on a stock let's just say you you put your money in a, a blue chip 
let's just say all of this, uh, all of your stimulus, right? And you put that 1200 in Facebook at the time when you got it. At the time when you got it, you put the 1200 in there. Or, or you could have put it in Tesla if you just thought Tesla was whatever. But, you know, let's just stay with Facebook. Because Tesla is going crazy right now. And has been this entire, this entire year. It's a reason uh, Elon Musk is the... He, him and Jeff Bezos are going back and forth for the world's wealthiest man. So, let's just say you threw that money in uh, Facebook. You threw it in there or, or Microsoft and you just left it. And you just Apple. Perfect. Apple. You threw it in Apple. Now, that 1200 and let's just say you put the... Uh, the 600 in Apple also, and the uh, and the what the 1400 that we're gonna be getting at some point, you're gonna see more gains from from what you would see with Apple than you would leaving it in a savings account for the past for for the next what three years. You're gonna see a. From that thirty six hundred, like just because Apple Apple uh split its shares, so just in the fact that they split their shares, they they made money from uh the shares splitting because when it was leading up to the uh the shares being split, that Apple was rolling high and all that. I think it even reached about five hundred dollars, so they did like a a, a five to one split. I think Tesla did a four to one, but I think Apple did a five to one. So I knew it gained like what? Cause I I invested in Apple at the time. When I found out about the split, I I bought two shares of Apple. Now this is that time when I didn't have a whole bunch of money to be investing because it was it was split all around in my portfolio. So I bought two shares of Apple because I was like, I actually want to make some capital from this and I know it will. Now I bought it when it was at 300 and something. So I ended up not only, it ended up going to 500 for the, uh, for the 52 week high. So it ended up going to 500. So just based off that, I have made then just at the time at the time, I done made what 300, 340 bucks off them two shares, and then they split, and then the uh, the shares went up. It went up a couple ticks more, so it went to like 110 or 114. So, and then I had 10 shares at that time. So I just made another couple, uh, like another like two 200 bucks. So, bait just off that. Of that couple months of time, I done made about five hundred bucks, just off those couple months, off a of, off a of six hundred and uh, thirty bucks. I mean six hundred and sixty dollars. I done made a profit of a five hundred and something. So you you have to understand that. I, I remember uh, I remember it was a movie quote. Or 
it's a movie quote, but it's been quoted so many times that it, it has just become a saying, scared money don't make no money. So if you leave your money in the bank, in that savings account. Now, some people have to have a savings account, but like you can, you can dilute some of that savings account and you can throw it in the stock market. And you can even use, uh, like right now I use Robinhood, but I want to start using E-Trade. I want to start using E-Trade. So right now I use Robinhood, right? So the money that's in that savings account, you can just put it in Robinhood and whenever you need the money, let's just say you you need the money from Robinhood, you just go to your phone and then you like sell off the money that you need or whatever and like cuz you needed to pay for shit and sell it off and then in a couple days you're able to transfer it back to your account. Now of course the government is going to uh, tax you for your profits. They're going to tax you for your profits. But you would have profits. That's the thing. You would have profits. Especially in those blue chippers. But I, I mostly kind of... I don't... I don't really go to the blue chippers unless they like... Unless I see something that's really about to happen. Like even when the uh, the new iPhone dropped, Apple didn't go like crazy. It just did Okay. So it didn't go crazy. So you you got certain news. It just depends on what happens and what goes where. You you gotta pay attention to that. But I just want everybody to know that sometimes the money isn't always safest in your bank account. It's not always safest there, as like you can start gaining wealth to put it into the stock market. I know a lot of people have done that and that's one of the reasons why Robinhood has gotten so big. Like me and my brother was talking about it when the pandemic started uh, or kind of close to when we got our uh, our stimulus uh, checks. Like around, it was going from April to May and stuff like that. We were talking, Robinhood was crashing. Because so many people is getting on Robinhood to uh to to invest their their money because a lot of people was getting uh unemployment at the time and unemployment you was getting six hundred and then you was getting two hundred two hundred from the state and you was getting six hundred from the government not or or the state was giving you two fifty I, I know about Louisiana Louisiana gives you two fifty. And then uh, the government gives you, they were given like 600, 650, somewhere around there. They were giving people. So people was like, man, I'm getting close to 1000 a week. Like, I might as well throw this little 1200 that we talking about. I might as well throw it in, uh, in the stock market. Which is true, you might as well. Because... You're getting four thousand a month at the time, and that went on for what uh two and a half months, three months you're getting uh because what may June and half of July half of july you're uh you're getting four thousand a month 
just cracking off four grand a month. And for a lot of time, people were like, hey, I'm making more on unemployment than I'm making at my regular job. So I'm not even tripping. And then that was over exceeding what uh, they had to get. So the excess money a lot of people were putting in the market. So Robinhood was crashing. And I remember I couldn't make some trades that I wanted to trade because Robinhood was crashing. Because so many people, they wasn't ready for the user influx that was about to happen. They wasn't ready for the, their their servers wasn't ready for the, the new users that popped on Robinhood. So that's also why I want to get E-Trade. Because that that's like uh, what happened today. Today that happened. Uh, I had a very good day yesterday. And then today wasn't as amazing as yesterday. It was kind of negative. But I tried to make some uh, certain trades that I tried to make. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't able to trade. So I'm over here stuck. And I'm like, man, I can't even... I can't even move my money around to to make some day trades or whatever because I can't because the this the the app is tripping. So as y'all can kinda hear in my voice, I was pissed. Or y'all probably can't hear it because I'm I'm calm now, but I was just like, man, I, I could have saved myself a couple hundred dollars or whatever. And now my my shit turned to shit and I'm just stuck and I just got to deal with that. And that's been an issue. That has been an issue. So sometimes you got to go with, man, I'm going to get E-Trade. I told my brother that. I was like, bro, I'm getting E-Trade because I'd rather be, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Now, I probably won't. Uh, pull my money. I'm probably gonna have still have the Robinhood account and the E Trade account because I'm not about to pull that and then get taxed on it right now. Cause you don't want to get ta- <laughs> you don't want to get taxed on it right now. So and shit, I done lost some money in this thing too. So not it's not always gonna be green people, but it, it's better than the alternative of it just sitting in the. Uh, in the bank account and then as you as you continue to put money into the stock market or in a crypto which bitcoin is really good right now so you can just go week to week to week like drop twenty dollars in bitcoin every week or something like that or thirty dollars or fifty dollars every week and you can like slowly gain yourself up to a certain amount and just keep putting in there every week because at least you know that that money isn't going to depreciate. It's always going to be right there. And whatever, however much you put in and whatever it earns, you're going to get it back. But they will tax you on the profits. But you, you know that it's going to be there. You know that it's going to be there. And for those people who don't, who are worried about the stock market and all that, don't like the cryptos. You'll be able to see it constantly on your phone. Like you can open your phone and just go to the little app, and then you right there. You can see what it did today, the past week, and all of that. You can see it all. So I I, I try to always steer people into investing because it's another revenue stream. Like I've done really well for myself, uh, 
this this year so far and I plan on I plan on this being a big year for uh, for me and investment so I'm trying I'm really like you know focused on that and also I don't know if y'all done seen GameStop but honestly I miss GameStop I, I, I missed it because I didn't think it was gonna go crazy. If I'm being if I'm being a thousand percent honest right here, I didn't think GameStop was gonna go crazy. I, I seen it that it was at eleven dollars, but really I I seen GameStop when it was like three three dollars and four dollars and shit. But I, I didn't think it was gonna go crazy because I was like, bruh, pandemic retail stores. I know they have a great online uh thing, but I was like, man, we ain't touching that right now. I'm like, I'll probably get in it close when closest to ten, just so I know that it's there and like something to happen with it, right? Nah, not one kukuru, man. Not one kukuru. GameStop went from being eleven dollars this month to now being like what three eighty, three eighty. So I didn't missed out on couple hundred thousand dollars but it's not about really what what you lost or you didn't or you, you didn't like or you didn't get to it's about like what you learned from the situation like i've learned a lot from investing these past i i would say the pandemic really helped me it helped me get better with investments because I wasn't investing like I should have uh, before the pandemic. Because I was working a lot more and all that. So I wasn't investing. like and I didn't put the, the real time and effort into doing it like I should have. And so now that, that I had to take a step back. Like now I put the, the real effort and time into it. I, I was like, okay, this opens up a whole new revenue stream for me. So now not only not only is this here and I can also uh finagle this into into making more money and flipping it and get more and more and more and more and then finagle it into some real estate investments and all that. So I definitely have a plan for this. Hopefully everybody does. Like my goal is to probably I'm gonna make it lofty. I'm gonna make it lofty. Uh, my goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars this year by like gross income. Gross, not net. Gross. So that just just from investments, that is my goal. That's my goal, and I think it's always great for everybody to make their pre goals to to really set themselves up for what they want this year to look like and what what steps they have to take to accomplish those goals and to to see them through to fruition. Now enough enough money talk, enough money talk. And that is a great movie by Chris Tucker by the way and all that. And you you know what I was watching? I was watching uh I'm Athlete podcast. I I'm pretty sure this is going to be more money talk and all that, but we're going to get out of this sector in a second. But I was thinking about what Fred Taylor said, right? How he said the the biggest scam 
the biggest scam period in America and probably uh, everywhere else in the world is insurance. It's insurance. Because you're paying for it if something happens. Now I think about it. I haven't I have been in one accident and I can't even say I've been in it because my car was parked. I was in a movie theater and somebody ran into it. So yeah. But think about it. I pay uh I pay between like what a buck I pay like a buck sixty for insurance. Now I know they got other things like root and everything like that. So that's understandable. But every month or or like look at the people uh in Louisiana a lot of people have flood insurance because, you know, flooding down here and all that hurricanes and shit. Uh another one uh what wind wind insurance uh fire insurance all these insurances right that's in case that shit happens now wind insurance come on man flood insurance like what if you're paying flood insurance for a year and really, you only need it around three months out the year. But you still paying that amount of cash for something that's not, you're not, it's not going to be no flood damage. And uh, I don't know about anywhere else, but look at, uh, isn't, you're not going to have to worry about it. November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, still nothing. So you really, or or like some probably the end of July. So you really looking at August, September, and October. That that's the months we really ramp up for a hurricane season. So you you paying flood insurance, wind insurance, and all that type of shit. You paying that, and it's nothing happening. Uh, what about the people who drive, and go, go years. Without an accident. Like besides that. Before that accident. I That never happened to me. Nothing. And it wasn't even my insurance. that It's the other person's insurance. For hitting, for hitting the car. And then the car hitting me. Yeah because it was a three way wreck. But. Like that. That's another thing. Like their insurance paid for that. So for me, I never had to call my insurance about anything since I've been driving. And I've been driving for about some what, seven years now? Seven, eight years? And not once. So think of all that money that has been poured from from insurance. And I could have used it something else. I, if you add that up right now, let's just let's just round it to uh, uh, a buck fifty. Let's just say it's a buck fifty. So two months, that's three hundred dollars. That is eighteen hundred dollars a year. Now times that, let's just times about five. 
That is $9,000 that I have paid in insurance without ever using it. Now, we're all good with the in case something happens and all that. We always want that that in case this happens, in case that happens and shit like that. Like that's always necessary. But think about that. That's just me. Other people paid more than me. So that is $9,000 that could have been in my account that that I I could have kept. That that's a different animal, man. That that's completely different from what it could be and that's how I think that that's one of the uh that that's the reason why that's one of the biggest scams on the market. Now, can we do anything with our insurance? We can't do nothing with our insurance because everybody needs it rolling around and all that. But come on, man. That's one of the biggest scams out. And also people how people use life insurance. Especially the people that got the hookup with the life insurance. Because they can they can go to a life insurance place and get a policy taken out and then ended up uh not see a lot of, like this what Fred Taylor say he was like a lot of black people don't really know about this but uh a lot of a lot of uh Caucasian individuals they end up knowing the hookup at the life insurance place they end up getting a good policy set out while they already old and closer to the end than they are at the beginning then they get a a low premium for that insurance policy. They get a low premium, and then when they ended up uh, and and that premium could be worth like four million dollars, and they end up they end up dying. Uh, the insurance pays the debt that that person has already. It pays the let's say you you like three hundred four hundred thousand in debt. The insurance ends up paying that debt that you owe already. And then it gives your family the $3.6 million that's left over from the $4 million policy. So that's another way that, that black people, that really minority people don't know about an insurance policy because we don't always get the, uh, we only always get the policy uh, that, that's necessary for us because we ain't thinking about dying and all that. And then when we come to that time when it's to think about that, the policy is so expensive and everything like that that it's costing so much for the uh for the life insurance policy. So it's costing so much, so it make no sense to get in. You just leave your family whatever you got. So that that's another thing that that we don't really know about, and it just is what it is. So that that's another thing that that they already got to jump on that. That they have to jump on us about, and it we we stuck in the the box of being like, oh man, uh, I'm trying to get it and all that. But then when it's time, when your time is passed, and you gotta be thinking about your generations behind you, and you you don't know the the life insurance person or don't have no connection with nothing, and you try to get a policy taken out, and they they telling you like bullshit. You ain't getting nothing because one, you ain't know the people and you trying and you ain't getting nothing. And they they get something that they get to pass on to their kids, their kids or or grandkids now instant millionaires. 
Think about that. They instant millionaires. And they did nothing to get that. They just got a policy. It was a policy taken out. And their grandparent left them that because their policy got taken out. So now they that's millions of dollars that they get left. And that that I, I'm pretty sure that's untaxed. I don't know if it's taxed or what, but and what what the tax gonna be a couple hundred thousand? So you still got three million sitting there. That that's one of the, that's one of the things that I think that we also need to look into as a people, a black people, but and minorities in general. I I don't know how set back every other minority is, but us as African Americans, we us as black people, we just we we don't always think about the things that's necessary uh for us to think about because a lot of us have this crab in the barrel mentality where it comes to the fact of uh you have to uh for me to get ahead I got to get ahead of you and push you down so I can get ahead and then it's all about fighting to get out the barrel ain't no working together nothing like that it's just Oh, they doing well? Fuck them. I don't want them to do well. No, I want everybody to do well. I want everybody to win. That's why I'm telling y'all about these stocks. Because you need it. You need it. You need it. Because it's necessary for you to be better in the future. Because soon, like, uh, soon as you really start, when you start seeing returns, it, it could be low returns. It could be like, ah, you made $20 here. Or you made $15 here or whatever. You're you're going to start to pay more attention to it. And you're going to pick up little tidbits here and there. You're going to do that. And that that's going to lead you to being like, you know what? Let me let me invest a little more. Let me do a little bit more of this. Let me, let me put a little bit more here. Put a little bit more there. Like, I'm not really... You, you can say to yourself, like, ah, I'm not really like a broker or... A day trade person but I can make a little couple hundred dollars here a couple hundred dollars there next thing you know you come out the year and you done made an extra what two two thousand dollars who couldn't who couldn't use an extra two thousand dollars like imagine you make that throughout the year that I'm talking about two thousand in profit you made two thousand in profit and you just like you make two thousand off just a, a couple different trades here and there, and you looking at your phone uh, what, once or twice a week on Robinhood. You just like letting the money kind of sit there, and hopefully it goes up and everything. And you just check it once or twice a week, and you make two thousand dollars off minimal effort, off doing much or nothing. You make two grand. Then you will be like, after that year come up, you'll be like, you know what? That two grand, I'm going to turn that two grand into five grand. And then now you're sitting there. Now you're more enthusiastic because you see returns and you want it to be better and you want it to grow. And that's what will end up happening. You'll end up getting that bug and being like, you know what? I want to keep making money this way and it's something that I can do on my phone. And I'm on my phone anyway. So you might as well do it. That, that's all I'm saying, man. And uh, lastly, football. 
uh, sports world, you know, yeah, I'm I'm about to start betting on these games and all that because I done did this Fox bet shit. I nah nah I done got it to where it's like you know like I ain't win none of the things that like the twenty five thousand or fifty thousand. Like I get the I get the winners right, but I don't always get the score right. So. Like, I used to bet on games, like, a couple years ago. Like, I didn't really have no money to bet on no games. I had, like, $20, and I remember the uh, the sports website, it uh, it matches you to a certain amount of money. It matches you. So, I, I had, like, $20, so they matched my 20 and I had $40. And I used, to, I used to parlay it. I used to parlay it, you know, do a couple, four, five games. And just put it together and be like, all right, hopefully everybody win and let's see what's going on. I never won any of it at any point in time. But now, I like, I, I watch sports all the time, people. Right? Now, I'm going to mostly wait for football season to come around because, like, when it comes around again, because the Super Bowl about to happen and I ain't about to bet on that shit. Right. Now I never get better against Tom Brady because that's that's the goat. But I'm not gonna I'm gonna wait till around next year when it comes around, and I'm probably gonna start betting on these games because I'm gonna put and I'm not even gonna I'm gonna parlay it. I'm gonna do like I've been doing. I'm gonna parlay it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put a little five dollars on the line and I'm gonna put like three games in there. That I think that I know who gonna win. Put like three games in there. You parlay it, and I just wanna, uh, I just wanna hit the. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm not picking no scores, no none of that. I'm just gonna pick. Oh, I think they gonna win. I think they gonna win. I think they gonna win. And then if they all win, I just done made a cool seven, eight thousand dollars. If they all win, or sometimes it's less than that. Sometimes it's like. Uh, three to four thousand. So, it's all about uh chances and all that. So, hey, I'm trying. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find some different revenue streams now. I'm gonna I'm gonna find them because I look at it as they're giving, and I think they match it all the way to a thousand. So you can you can join it. You you put a thousand in there. And then the company is gonna match a thousand, so now you're working with two thousand dollars. So then you can uh, you can just keep that there at some point. But imagine taking your money out. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have to keep a certain amount in there. You have to keep a certain amount. But regardless, you put the money in there. You might as well bet it and see see what's gonna happen. And you're gonna use their money too, so that that's always good when you're using when you're using their money to try to win. That's like a casino giving you free slot play, cause that's what they're doing. They're gonna match you a thousand dollars, and that that's what I plan on doing probably next year. I already got it in my calendar to start using some uh, some sports betting sites and just like you know try to earn some extra cash. I, man, I'm in the business of trying to. Like, let the side hustles become something. Make money from different side work 
and make money from different side hustles. Where I, I especially when the side hustle is just one uh, with stocks that I'm, me and my brother are very passionate about. And then two is the sports. I watch sports all the fucking time. I'm ESPN Undisputed. Uh, I mean ESPN and Fox Fox Sports all the fucking time, and watch sports podcasts, watch all that shit. So I'm like, hey, I might as well just do an extra little bit of something, you know, bet a couple games, earn a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars from that, and I'm betting five dollars. And if I lose, I'm losing five dollars a week. A week. So imagine, imagine, uh, imagine I lose the five dollars every week, right? So after week ten, that's fifty dollars. Then uh, it go all the way to uh, to week seventeen. That's uh, what eighty five dollars total that I would have done lost. Now imagine just one of those weeks, just one of those weeks, I win. I, I, my parlay wins and I win like $4,000 then what? then it's all worth it as an $85 investment for something that I just need to hit once and I didn't earn a couple thousand dollars off of it which I don't think it'll just hit once I think it'll hit a couple times because I, I'm telling you I'll be getting it but I just don't get the score I just don't get the scores, so I actually plan on doing that. I'll probably let y'all in on my picks, but uh, don't take all my picks for uh, for insurances because, you know, they ain't always right. And you can do your own little research on that. Same thing with the stocks to see which ones you believe in, which ones that you want to do. But, whew. Damn, it's a lot of money talk on this, on this episode. But make sure... That y'all doing, that that y'all really trying to make this money work for you. The money that we're getting in the stimulus and all that. But sports, I just want to let y'all know I got Tampa Bay beating beating the Chiefs. I don't think <clears throat> I don't think my pick will change in the next couple uh couple weeks. I don't think that my pick will change. I mean, by the time next week happen and shit like that, I don't think it'll change. Because this this Tom Brady, bro, like this this Tom Brady. I know he's not my quarterback no more, but this this Tom Brady. Tom Tom Brady is the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And I know I took that from Brett the Hitman Heart, but goddamn it, is it true? It's true. It's damn true. Cause it it just it just works. Tom Tom just. He just does his thing, and the only reason he threw them three picks against Aaron Rodgers was because I now I think one was his fault, and uh, because he just threw that shit up there, and just was like, oh, like I just need he the the dude was coming straight in his face, so instead of him just taking the fucking sack. He was just like, you know what? I'm just about to lob this up there. And if Mike Evans can get it, he can get it. The other one was Mike Evans over the middle. And it was, he threw it. Now he threw it high and all that. He threw it high. So 
it, but that's a six five tar. I'm not about to make no excuses for this nigga. He threw it high, but sometimes the receiver gotta bail his quarterback out a little bit and and catch it. But not all the time. But I haven't seen Mike Evans make make that catch before, so it, it was still high. He shouldn't throw it that high. Cause if you don't throw it that high, this dude probably gets in the end zone. But he threw it high. Evans tipped it. Yeah, pick. I forgot the other one, but come on, man. Come on. Like, all right, he threw three picks, but really he probably threw one or two. And it it is what it is. I just don't think. You know what? You know what I think? I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are primed to get their ass kicked. Not, they not going to get their ass kicked, like, score-wise, where it's just like, uh, like a route, like thirty-five to three, or some forty-two to six type shit. But I, I just think that they've been getting by so much, just on this. Uh, when is the playoffs? Uh, when is the Super Bowl type shit? And they've been getting by on it, and they really have been getting because they got the best quarterback in football, in Patrick Mahomes. That they feel like, like oh, it, he's always gonna bring us back. Hey, they we I thought that about Brady. He's always gonna bring us back. You know what happened in 07? Shellacked. Shellacked. I mean, he always got that magical drive in there with that touchdown to Moss and everything. But like, you you gotta understand sometimes. It's just not your day. And I think the I think the Chiefs then then ran out of luck sometimes. Now I could be wrong because that is Patrick Mahomes over there and boy is he great. That that kid is great. He is great. He gonna be something. And what I'm talking about gonna be something. He already something. He already the best quarterback in in the league. But what helps him a lot is the fact that he has a speedster in Tyree Kill that has them became more than just a speedster. Tyree Kill used to just he used to just run fly routes, little post routes, you know, look like long routes because they were because he could before those routes were considering slow developing. With Tyreek, that's not a slow developing play. That that's a like how a dude do an in route. It's how he'll do a post route. He get up on you that quick. So it, it's the same. It's the same. So I I say he has that help from Kelsey and and Tyreek. Now the person that I would go with as being the best quarterback in football for me my money is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is the Michael Jordan of football, people. I don't know if y'all know, but this nigga is the Michael Jordan of football. It is no stopping him. It it is you you're hoping that he fucks up because if he doesn't fuck up, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a long day for you. And you don't want it to be a long day for you because he he's going to rip you to pieces. He's going to make every play. You know what Deshaun Watson is? 
Deshaun Watson is uh, I was about I, he he's Vince Young when he was at Texas in that Rose Bowl game. I, but the, he's that every game. He's that every game. He's that he's that savage. He's that killer every fucking game. It's no stopping him. You you're just hoping that because his receivers are garbage, that you're gonna win the game. So I honestly, I hope the Patriots trade for him. I'm so serious. I give up. I give a full first round picks right now, right now. Give me Deshaun Watson, and I give you four first round picks and give you two seconds. Cause you know why? He's gonna prove to be better than anybody that the Patriots are gonna draft. So Bill, if you're listening to this, trade for him. Trade for him. This is one of them times where you make a splash play and you trade for him. And if you run him one play, I'ma fly to New England. And I'm going to kick you and Josh McDaniels in the ass. He's not Cam. He is a complete... He, now, he's a pocket passer, but he has the wheels. So, if he wants to get outside on himself, do it. But you better not have one design run for him if he comes to New England. Because if you do, I'll fly to fucking Boston. And I'll be like, hey, hey, you do it again. I'm kicking you both in the ass. Because that would just be stupid. Boy. Um, that, 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 is my, that is my guy. That, that's the number one quarterback in football is Deshaun Watson to me. Because I, I think he, he has nothing. He has nothing and has done it with nothing because... D hop, D hop gone. D hop gone. Fuller in and out the lineup every time. This nigga doing it with shit. He doing it with shit. And you're terrified every time he has the ball. That's my Michael Jordan of football, baby. That's him. That's him. He he's the epitome of it. He he is the epitome of savagery. So y'all, y'all got my Super Bowl pick. I definitely think it's gonna be the Bucks. I want to see Brady get number seven. I know he ain't my quarterback no more, but I want to see him get number seven. I want to see that boy be great. Like it's a good thing to to I'd say embrace greatness because you're not gonna see it. You're not gonna see it too often anymore. Like that. Like I don't like LeBron James, but I look at it like this. You, like I, I didn't. Like he's not my player. I'm a I'm a Kobe fan, and rest in peace again to Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant. But like that, that's my guy. That's my favorite player of all time, and that's just what it is. I, I just I just LeBron. Me and LeBron never clicked. Now that's my brother' favorite player, but me and LeBron never clicked. But I have. Completely embrace the fact that LeBron James is the best player in basketball. I've said it since, like, you know, for, like, I always give him his credit that he's the best player in basketball because it, it's not even close. 
or I should say it's close because KD right there, but like he's the best player. And even though he not my cup of tea, he's not my guy, but he is a Laker, so clap it up. But I respect that the fact that, hey, this is greatness on display. Enjoy it. Like, because you're probably not going to see it. You're going to miss it when it's gone. I, the NBA is going to miss LeBron James when he leaves. And they they trying to hype up LaMelo Ball so well. Like, I'm talking about so crazy. Like, LaMelo is good, don't get me wrong, but come on now. Like, when he make a pass, when he make a pass to another pass, to another pass for a bucket, like, they be like, look at LaMelo's pass. And I be like, he just threw it to another person that threw it to another person to make a, make a shot. Like, come on, man. Like, we, I, I want LaMelo to succeed. But shit, no, don't be on his jockstrap like that. So, embrace greatness when it's there. Because I have, I, it, it is a privilege sometimes to watch these great players and these great people do these, do, uh, accomplish these great feats. Because who who is going to go to 10 Super Bowls, bro? Who is going to do that? Who's going to win six and possibly win number seven? Who is going to do that? Tom Brady literally has, when, when he's healthy, because except for that one year he's been hurt, he is literally either uh, he made the playoffs, didn't go to the Super Bowl, or he made the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. It's one of the things that didn't happen. Like, Think about that. 50% of the time you win, you go into a Super Bowl. 50% of your years. That's fucking crazy. We're, I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that. Patrick Mahomes may be the best quarterback in football, but guess what? It takes a lot to win the Super Bowl and take a lot to get there. Ask Aaron Rodgers. Because we, Aaron Rodgers has been the best quarterback in football, like I'm talking about, like the best arm, he has had the best arm in football. Cause I, I always, I remember when he was on the cover of that Madden, you know, after he won the MVP and everything like that, and even after they won the Super Bowl, I remember he was on the cover, and I was like, boy, that that boy has the best gun in football, and it's not even close. It wasn't. Nobody had Aaron Rodgers' arm. Aaron Rodgers can make any throw, any from anywhere. And ask him how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. And to get to a Super Bowl. Ask him how hard. Because he went that one time. Was it 2010? Was it 2010? Because the Saints won in 11. So it, it had to be it had to be 10. But think about that. He won. He went there. And won. That Super Bowl. And hasn't been back since. It's been a decade. Since he been asked Brady, asked Brady, because Brady went his first couple years in the league, but then 07, like we lost, and then uh, we Patriots have been sprinkled in through all of it, so I can't really say that. But ask Marino, 
Marino went. Didn't win. Marino went. Never went back. So it, it's hard. It's hard. So you better enjoy it while it's here, while you got these weapons in Tyreek and Kelsey. Believe, max them out because they're going to get old. The only one that stays standing is the quarterback because you're the only one that can have a longevity, a longevity of 20 seasons. You're it. Or 18 seasons. Ain't no skill position having no 18 seasons. No wide receiver, no running back, no tight end. I think Charles Woodson played, what, 15? 14, 15? Come on, man. Come on. Like, I'm just saying, max these motherfuckers out because it will be a lull. I don't care what you, however you want to cut it. It will be a lull, and it's going to be extremely hard for Patrick Mahomes because the Let's be real. The best quarterback doesn't always get to the Super Bowl. And that's been proven. Because Aaron Rodgers missed it by a decade. Look at Drew Brees. He has one and done. The only one that has been able to stand the test of time is Tom Brady. He's been able to get there, but he hasn't always been able to win. That That's the, that's the figure right there. So, hey... All hats off to Patrick Mahomes. I seen when he was, when that boy came out, and I seen that he was in that air raid offense. I said, oh, he gonna have a field day throwing to these motherfuckers. If you seen what Alex Smith did, you knew he was gonna go dumb. You knew he was gonna go dumb. But, hey, I'm glad y'all was here with me today. Blessings to y'all. I hope y'all had a beautiful day. I'm glad y'all got to spend this time with me. I'm glad... That I've been able to hopefully entertain y'all and drop some good things that y'all can like, you know, do something with. Hopefully y'all can uh, start investing and or start betting, do something, earn some money. Hopefully, but y'all, y'all do what y'all do. Blessings to y'all. Everything is what it is. Peace and blessings, people.